praise the Lord of Angel Armies. Jesus. That's his name. And you can't wear it out. I was going to say. You know, it's written, Anyone who calls upon the name of Jesus will be saved. So if you want to be saved tonight, just call upon that name. (laughs) I remember when I was so messed up on drugs. Uh, God, it was just a nightmare. It was August of 2015. I had forgotten about this because I was so demon-possessed 18 years ago. And uh, I remember I did cry out to Jesus on my bed of... Man, and I remember within a couple months, I was arrested and court-ordered to Teen Challenge right after that. If you call upon the name of Jesus, you will be saved. I never heard that story before. Mm, True story. A lot of times, there's so much darkness burying our minds that until we get deliverance from the evil thoughts and from the darkness in our minds, like we don't even remember any of the good things that happened in our life. It was crazy. When I was a kid... I mean, there was a lot of wonderful stuff that happened, but there was so much darkness buried upon my mind through the years of just sin and going through hell that I couldn't even remember anything positive about my entire childhood. It was just hell and nightmares. His darkness had taken over my soul. Only after I started to get my soul restored at age 18 and Teen Challenge, where I got saved, did I start to remember anything positive that had ever happened in my childhood, the first 18 years of my life? So there really is a, re- a restoring of our souls so that we only live in the light, and there's no darkness at all. Love keeps no record of wrongdoing. And it's the love that's the light, that's the life of God, that fills the whole soul so that there's only pleasant and wonderful, living, active, and energized things of glory inside us. Do you realize being a temple of the Holy Spirit is the most glorious thing you could possibly be? Getting your mind renewed and getting your soul possessed of God the Father is heaven on earth. When we allow the Father to live in every area of our life, which is our souls, which in the spirit is like a castle. It is. It's an interior castle, the mansion of the soul. And there are many rooms, thousands of rooms. It's not just a ball, okay? It's a mansion, and there are many, many rooms inside the mansion. And the gate into the mansion is what is called the mind, And whatever sits at the gate of your mind is what controls your whole body. And a lot of people have rubbish right on their forehead. Okay? And it controls their whole body and there's all kinds of problems in their whole body. So, in the first couple hours of this morning, God had me looking at David and going down to the river and the five smooth stones and Goliath's forehead. And you realize... The five smooth stones represent the grace. And David going into the river. Okay? Five is the number of grace. And where did he put the smooth stone of grace? In the forehead. And Goliath represents the carnal mind. And it says that his forehead 
the stone sank into his forehead. So, the destruction of Goliath represents the destruction of the carnal mind and the receiving of the stone of grace, the stone the builders rejected, sinking into all your foreheads so that the Lord can sit at the gate of your mind and be in charge of what comes in and out of your body. And if anything comes in and out of your body that the Lord doesn't like, I mean, He'll convict you of sin so you can knock it off. Because your bodies don't belong to you. Don't abuse your bodies. Your bodies belong to Jesus Christ. You are not your own. You are bought with the price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. That's what's written. Obey the Scriptures. His grace is sufficient for you to obey. And so the Lord sits right at the gate of your mind. And now, after you're born again, the most wonderful process in the world begins to occur, called metamorphosis, the transformation of your human soul. And it's the number one thing that Satan has attacked for 2,000 years of Christianity. And it's the most important thing that's ever happened to mankind in 6,000 years since the fall. Our transformation and the metamorphosis from a soul filled with darkness to a soul filled with God the Father is what brings heaven to earth. Being possessed by God the Father in this mansion. And listen, He'll turn the lights on in different rooms because there's thousands of rooms inside the soul. Your soul is like a mountain. Your soul is a perfect fit for the mountain of the Lord to fill. Your soul is also a mansion. Your soul is also a mountain. And God has a mansion, His house. In my Father's house are many mansions. And God has a mountain, the mountain of the Lord, Mount Zion, which is God Himself. And all these things are true, and they're all a puzzle that fit perfectly together, you and God. And he uses this other symbolism called marriage. Where the two become one flesh, or the two mountains become one. This is what Sinai and Mount Zion represented in the days of Moses. But now we're in the New Covenant. This is what Zion fully, perfectly manifests perfectly fulfills. No longer do we climb a physical mountain. No longer do we do physical ministry. Now we do a spiritual mountain, a spiritual transformation of our minds. The spiritual mind is at peace with God. And we live on a spiritual mountain called Zion the mountain of the Lord that rises as chief of all the mountains in the last days. And it has been rising for 2,000 years. Slow progress. But the kingdom of heaven that was planted like a mustard seed 2,000 years ago at Pentecost inside the 120 in the upper room has grown for 2,000 years to be the largest of all the mountains in the last day of the last days. For a day is as a thousand years. And it says in Isaiah that the mountain of the Lord shall rise as chief of all the mountains in the last days. So, if it's been 2,000 years since Jesus, 
You're in the third day of the three last days. In God's sovereign timeline, there's only 7,000 years of time until man is perfectly restored back to the Father. I tell you what time it is. 6,000 years since Adam, 2,000 years since Jesus Christ. You're in the seventh day since Adam. You're in the third day since Jesus Christ. What is the last day of the last days? What is the seventh day since Adam? It's called the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord's power. That is the day you're living in. And you wouldn't know it because the Christians don't know it. (laughs) They're about to know it. We're learning. The acceleration since Azusa Street in the Bride of Christ the last hundred years has been mind-boggling. Before Azusa Street, almost no Christians on planet Earth even knew there was a Holy Spirit. Almost no one on the planet even spoke in tongues. After Azusa Street, 1905, 1915, Los Angeles, California, 10 million Christians began speaking in tongues. Came from the whole planet to get the gift of tongues. The glory was so strong in William Seymour's meetings, they played hide-and-go-seek, couldn't even see each other 10 feet away in the Shekinah glory cloud. And at the very end of the revival, William Seymour stood up and said, in about a hundred years, there will be a revival that will be a hundred times larger than this one. And it's almost exactly a hundred years since William Seymour prophesied that. And God means to fulfill His prophet's prophecies. God always honors His prophets. He loves His prophets. Because they'll just say and do the craziest things. And God's a little crazy. (laughs) He's not like these prim and proper people at all. He's a wild man. Jesus was so out of everyone's mind in His ministry that people were offended every day by Him. Mainly just because of His freedom. You know you're in the real gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ when people are constantly offended by your freedom. Because the religious... And the political, they were all offended by Jesus. Constantly. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John read the Bible. It's righteousness to offend people's bondage. To expose that you're still captive to Satan in that area of your mind. That's the love of God that brings that mental rebellion to the surface and it washes it away and sets the captive free. It's the gospel that sets the captive free. Unless there's greater, glorious freedom beaming through your mental ray, you haven't heard the gospel. The gospel is controversial. <laughs> because the gospel is all about freedom. It's for freedom He set you free. And He whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. <laughs> it's what Satan has that puts you again into a yoke of religion and do's and don'ts and rights and wrongs in the knowledge of goods and evils. It's called Satan's kingdom, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The devil always tries to make you a slave in your brains so that you're never free in your spirits. The second Adam is a life-giving spirit. 
God gave me this verse today. It's in Romans chapter 1, I believe it's verse 16. He says, God, the Apostle Paul speaking, God, whom I serve in my spirit. You understand that? We only, we only and always serve God in our spirit. God cannot be served in the brain. In fact, the attempt to serve God in the brain develops the sinful nature. And that's why you have a hundred million hypocritical Christians that don't even look anything like Jesus Christ. And it's grace, so we stay in the Spirit. See, going from glory to glory is getting more spiritual every day. To be spiritually minded is peace with God. To be carnally minded, or to live in the meatball of the brain, is to be an enemy of God. Now, we've been in ministry dealing with hundreds of thousands of people for 11 years now, And most people are carnally minded. The vast majority of Christians, and I love them all the same, it's just they're totally carnally minded. They actually war and fight the Holy Spirit mind of Christ. (laughs) They war to stay in bondage to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the demons are right on their backs whipping them, trying to get them to do the wrong thing every day, and they disobey the demons. And most Christians think the demons riding their backs is the Holy Spirit riding their backs. But they could not be more wrong. The Holy Spirit is pure freedom. And certain evidence that you're obeying the Holy Spirit and not Satan in religion is the increase of your joy. Enter the joy prepared for you. The joy is also the substance called the glory. So if you go from glory to glory, it's an ever-increasing joy. It's an ever-increasing laughter. It's an ever-increasing bliss. An ever-increasing happiness. Now, and the happiness isn't necessarily based on happenings, but it's just the definition of a person who's blessed. Someone who's happy on the Holy Ghost. Happy because they're filled with the living God. And we are filled with the living God. And we will overflow with the living God, and it will wash away the dead gods that got into every people, every person's mind that has ever disagreed with Jesus. The disagreement with Jesus is because the presence of death is lodged in their minds. Do most people disagree with Jesus? Spiritually, I'm not talking about the tree of knowledge of good information agreement. That's all demonic. I'm talking about the substance of the glory of the King of glory and the author of life who sits upon the throne in all glory, glorified at the right hand of the great glory. Do they agree mentally with the glory? Almost nobody does. I mean, it's a rarity to find Christians free enough to actually agree in their minds with the King of Glory. Because it takes great grace, and we're just starting to get into the great grace as a bride of Christ. Soon everyone will agree. And let me tell you, that is the most important thing. The repentance, or the changing of your minds to full agreement in your minds with the King of Glory. Until your minds change, which is repentance, and you agree. I mean... You can tell every day, you know, we go from glory to glory for 18 years. 
Very few people agree with me. But very few people walk in that kind of joy and that kind of glory. But as they change their minds, they experience that joy and they experience that glory. Well, my older brother, Jesus Christ, the living God, walks in a lot more joy and glory than me. So I'm growing too, but you can see a litmus test of the church and how they react to Red Letter Ministries. It really exposes how glorified a person actually is, their initial reactions to this ministry. Most people, it's shock and horror. Very few people have enough obedience in their spirits to listen to the glorified words of Jesus Christ. And so you keep building up a base, like a leadership, like Jesus' 12 disciples. You just pour into people so the foundation can spread out worldwide. That's what Jesus Christ did. That's what we do. Because every single ministry is to be a ministry of Jesus Christ. Otherwise, it's illegitimate. I mean, Jesus Christ showed us perfect ministry. If we're not doing the same exact type of ministry as Jesus Christ, we're not doing ministry at all. Just hirelings, you know, just nonsense, just deceivers and liars, hypocrites. But if we are the sons and daughters of God, then we will be just like Jesus Christ because we've been born and raised of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit does the same type of discipleship in all of us. He produces Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit produces sons of the kingdom, sons of gold and oil, sons of God. (laughs) And that's the grace and truth of Jesus Christ that pours out of our hearts and minds in a feast of bread and wine of heavenly Jerusalem from God the Father. See, the end result of believing is you yourself being a feast for others to eat and drink. Jesus is the firstborn amongst many. And when many become like Him, the whole world will be filled with spiritual feasting. But because religion has so deceived people, very few have developed their grace and truth spiritual nature. Most people get locked up in the brain. They get some idol lodged in their mind. And that idol, I watch it for years, distracts them and wastes years of their life. I've seen people get all weird on aliens, and it just eats up 10 years of their life wasted. They don't even grow spiritually for 10 years. All they talk about is aliens. I mean, it's just in the dumbest stuff. I mean, people do it with essential oils. They'll do it with anything in the natural realm. And it's just, it's like all they talk about. It's all their Facebook walls. It's all their posts. It's all their conversations. It's all this worthless, worldly stuff. And it's not even that it's bad or wrong. It's just an idol. So it is bad and wrong. But the subject matter isn't necessarily just evil. It's not like a pornography addiction. It's just any type of thing in the world that wastes your time from developing your spirit life is an idol. Little children, keep yourselves away from idols or anything in this world because none of it matters. All that matters is your heart and mind developing to be perfect bread and perfect wine for everyone around you to eat and drink. Otherwise, you're not doing anything. You're not advancing the kingdom. You're not developing your, your spirit life. You're not storing up riches in heaven. And so all this worthless stuff is everywhere, and most people are into absolutely worthless junk. So you have to repent. God commands repentance to change your minds, get the stupid idol out of your minds, and get into Jesus Christ more accurately. 
and begin developing in the grace and truth which is the wine and bread of Jesus Christ, the new covenant. So that we can have a bunch of mature ones whose hearts and minds spread the bread and wine everywhere they go. And then everyone can feast and and drink on heavenly Jerusalem. And guess what? Everybody wants heavenly Jerusalem. They just don't know how to get it. They're just so filled with darkness that they don't think it's possible and they don't know about it. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to be obedient. But if you eat and drink the bread and wine of Jesus Christ through His transformed brothers and sisters, the same transformation that's in them is immediately imparted into you by grace. Every word I've ever spoken to you at Joel's Bar last 10 years is an impartation of all the breakthroughs I've had by great grace. So that everyone else can have those breakthroughs of freedom, grace, peace, love, and joy in the Holy Ghost, revelation, bread and wine, strong spiritual bread, strong spiritual wine, so your hearts can ultimately be Eden and your souls can ultimately be Zion, which is a perfect Son of God and you've reached full spiritual stature. And when you're in full spiritual stature, all you are is Jesus Christ all the time, effortlessly. Because it's a grace covenant. I mean, it's it's the most glorious thing. I can't. I'm so excited to see more people get into this and grow. And the ones that are having a really good time, like Penny said last night, are the ones who have sowed, which means invested all of their time and energy in light, in joy, and in the drinking of the Holy Spirit. The ones that haven't invested in the light with their mind focused on light, with their mind focused on joy, with their mind focused on drinking the living waters of the Holy Spirit, they're having a hard time. They're constantly discouraged. I mean, I can't even listen to them. It's just like murmuring and complaining. and It's just horrible. It's the sound of disobedience. It's the sound of rebellion. Get flooded with grace in your minds so you can sound glorious listening to. I mean, do people just hang on your words and want to drink them in because it's the voice of many waters pouring through the great grace laced on every one of your words? That's available in Jesus Christ. The bride of Christ will be an exact representation of the invisible God. Eventually. I don't think it's going to take that long. I know God can do miraculous suddenlies, like Pentecostal suddenlies, like the sound of a mighty rushing wind, bam, and lasers beaming through their foreheads. Great grace. Everyone's manifesting the same arc of might of heavenly Jerusalem in full agreement. (laughs) And you know they all drove Hondas because they were in one accord. Holy Spirit. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Penny's like, well, that's an old one. He found it last night. I was like, oh. I was so drunk last night, just goofy drunk. Pulling up some old joke, Christian jokes. It's been been very entertaining lately. I mean, like, it's never boring, but it's actually entertaining lately. He's a happy fella. (laughs) Oh, and it's... Glorious to see you getting happier because oh yeah, it's been pretty rough. Ah, sure, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. 
It's so these, nice. These Christians coming out of religion and getting into great grace. To be happy. They're getting happy. It's so nice to be happy. Surely Christian religion Whoa. is satanic hell. Christian religion is satanic hell. I have never seen more demons in one place than in Christian religion. That's where the entire army of Satan is focused. So to see my wife come out of Christian religion and come into the glory and get happy on the great grace is the greatest breakthrough of our lives. I mean, it's a new season of great grace for the bride of Christ. I think there's just a lot of people still, because I mean, we're just having a great time and we're just getting glorified and Penny's having the most remarkable breakthroughs of her entire life. And I'm still hearing that there's a lot of things going wrong and our viewers and people out out there in other places. And we're talking about this last night. And it must be that you're not into the great grace yet. It's still a little bit ahead of you. But I'm telling you guys, when you get into this great grace, it's going to blow your minds. And it, great grace, just receive it. I mean, the energy of great grace, you got to understand this, is in every word I speak. Everything we say here, it does, it's not for your brain, but the grace is for your spirit. It energizes you spiritually to overcome your brains. The floods of great grace means more than enough living waters to even drown your brains, which is the sinful nature or the flesh or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's all the same thing. Once your brains are crucified and your spiritual nature energized, you go from glory to glory. It's mind-boggling. And He will restore all the times that Satan has eaten by distracting you in your brains. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil has murdered the human race. And people still invest almost all of their time in the wrong tree in the garden. The entire university and education system of planet Earth in 2017 is tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's satanic. It's for the brain instead of the spirit. That's satanic. We need, as leaders of this great awakening, all of us here, to transition individually and become leaders in society. And to become leaders in our families, leaders in our communities, leaders in our cities, leaders in our nations, as tree of life people. And have enough spirituality of the Holy Ghost. Say that with me. Spirituality. Spirituality. There's like a southern twang on that. Spirituality. Be, be spiritual enough ourselves so we can impart it into others. So we've come to the right place to grow our spirits to actually transform this world to be like heaven. In heaven, there's no brains. It's a city of angels. Angels means spirit. God the Father doesn't have a brain. I think he's a little smarter than us. I mean, think about that. It's shocking. God the Father is a spirit. Jesus Christ said, God is a spirit. Those who worship God must be in spirit and truth. If God the maker of heaven and earth doesn't have a brain, what are you doing investing your lives in something God doesn't even have? Worthless. Absolute insanity. That's the deception of the curse of the fall. Spending all of our time filling our brains with information. It's a lie. It's the matrix. Now, I'm saying it's part of the outer court. I mean, <laughs> the brain is your flesh. And once crucified, it's a wonderful connection to this terrestrial plane, this hologram, the theater of the earth. It's wonderful. 
I thoroughly enjoyed the overflow of my spirit life and soul life through all my brains into the earth realm. It's absolutely fun and thrilling every day. But if my spirit is imprisoned to my brain, that is the definition of hell. That is the definition of captivity. That's what it means to be a prisoner of Satan. But if your spirit is energized by the bread and wine of Jesus Christ, you get stronger than your bodies, and the overcoming of your bodies, including mostly your brains, is the overcoming of the world. (laughs) And when you overcome the world, you wear the conqueror's crown of life. That's because your spirit is constantly energized and there's nothing in the flesh realm stealing your life energy anymore. Satan can only work within the dirt realm, the stardust realm, the flesh realm. He can't work within the glory realm of your spirits. So if you stay in your spirits and grow spiritually, Satan can never touch you again. But you can touch him. In fact, Your spirit life gets so strong that it washes through the flesh realm and you can wash the darkness away in the whole world and cover the world, which we will eventually do. The bride of Christ will eventually remove all fallen angel covering by her spirit life. We sing the song, Show Me the Glory. Let me tell you the truth. This final revelation, this seventh day since Adam and third day since Jesus Christ, is the revealing of the glory God has put in your spirit. The manifestation of our spirit life as the company of believers called the Bride of Christ is the revealing of the glory of God that covers the world. God's not doing it out there. He's doing it from within us. And as our spirit life gets stronger, the world will see the glory of our spirit life. It's true. That is the great awakening. That's the salvation of the world. That's the leaves of the tree of life for the healing of the nations. The tree of life is your spirit. The tree of knowledge is your brain. True story. So everything every day must be about walking in the spirit, obeying the spirit, growing spiritually, so we can go from glory to glory to transform this world spiritually. The Spirit is so much greater than the flesh. But hardly anyone believes it because they don't walk in the glory. Sure evidence that the Spirit is working in your life is the glory or the joy is stronger than circumstances and situations around you. And everything Satan has comes against this joy and comes against this glory. Because as we continue going forward in the Spirit... We're destroying all the works of the devil in the world. So everything the devil's doing has come against this ministry for 11 years constantly. It's relentless. And so many people aren't in the glory, so they get taken out because of the temptations of the evil one and the working within the unrenewed mind and the believing of lies and the deceptions of Satan because they're not fortified as a mature Christian in their spirit life yet, which means they haven't put on the armor of light. The armor of light is wrapping your mind and your spirit life in the glory of God because you and the Holy Spirit are one inside those bodies. When you fortify your mind inside your spirit, Satan can never deceive you again. 
Now, you might not have all the revelations, so you might do the wrong thing once in a while, and that's what the blood of the Lamb's for. Just repent and get back into the river of life and brush it off. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who've been called according to His purpose. But that is what we're trying to develop here. That's what all ministry on earth is meant to do. Get people so spiritually minded that their mind is fortified in their spirit life so Satan can't use their minds for evil. So Satan can't touch them. So Satan can't touch their families. And I'm telling you, once your mind is fortified in the glory, that's when the fun begins. That's when you begin experiencing the rivers, like springs of living water, proceed through your whole soul in all directions. And your soul becomes a sprinkler system of the living waters of Jesus Christ. So everywhere you go, you're washing all hearts and minds with the river of life. Every single temple of the Holy Spirit is designed by God the Father to be a spring of living waters. The woman at the well with Jesus Christ. Out of your heart will proceed rivers of living waters. Endless streams of glory will come out of your heart. But what people don't understand is once it comes out of your heart, it goes through the soul. A lot of people have so much blockages because of religion or pride, so much pride that they can't repent, they can't agree with the King of Glory who's inside their heart. So there's no release through their minds. There's no release through their souls. Their families are a mess, all kinds of problems. But we need to repent and demonstrate perfect obedience as the leadership of the body of Christ. If no one else will do it, we'll do it. I mean... We're those people that have overcome the world, that have overcome church, that have overcome the control systems of charismatic Christianity. The apostolic networks, you know. It's like little conglomerates of networks of people, and it's like, it's so political, it's so Herod. The kingdom of heaven's nothing like that. In the kingdom of heaven, the greatest in the kingdom is who's developed their spirit life the most. It's not dependent on who you know in the natural realm. I'm telling you, I get around anyone in the whole world that could care less 7.2 billion, if they've developed their spirit life by seven blazing torches, my God, that's my brother, that's my sister, that's how the kingdom works. It's outside all walls and control systems of human flesh, of brain ideology. It is totally free, it's totally wild, it's totally organic. That's how the kingdom of heaven is. And we're all one in that true kingdom of heaven reality. That's the place of total glorious freedom in all our minds. Because we all have the same mind of Christ. Now there's all kinds of infinite glory pouring through that mind. And it's an endless revelation for eternity. So it's mind-blowing every single day the new things that are springing up through these wells of the Holy Spirit waters. That's the adventure every day of going from glory to glory. I know greater waters will gush out of me today than yesterday, and I'll experience more of God's power, more of God's glory, more of God's goodness, His love, His joy, His peace, His miracles, signs and wonders every single day because it's a covenant promise that we get to go from glory to glory, or we get to go from that measure of living waters to more living waters. And the living waters, through us and our renewed minds, is what brings 
the deluge that Jesus Christ prophesied as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. The floods come through the bride of Christ. And this is the generation that brings the floods of glory. That's the only reason you're here. All the schooling and education of everything you've been through in life is to be a member of this bride of Christ, which is a warrior bride, who floods the world with her spirit life, which is the glory of God. Amen? <laughs> That's everything. If you guys want to partner with Red Letter Ministries, donate at redlettermin.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. <laughs>